Hear now a reading of the good news. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child whom he put among them and said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. In chapter 19, we read, Then little children were being brought to him in order that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples spoke sternly to those who brought them, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. And he laid his hands on them and went on his way. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Well, good morning. It is good to be here in the house of the Lord to worship and praise God with you. And as we enter this new sermon series, um, because it matters, because Ashland Place matters. Because faith matters, because children matter. We're going to work our way through the different parts and um, pieces, of our <laughs> uh, pieces of our congregation and our understanding of faith and community as we make our way through because it matters. As I've been you know, thinking about these ping pong balls, and there's no way that we'll ever get more green than orange and red unless we're monks and I don't see many monks here so that is why the green balls ping pong balls are so important because they will help shape and inform the rest of our lives all those waking hours whether they're spent at home or in our neighborhood in the yard courts fields, courses, in the office, wherever we spend our life, our faith is informing it. Every day, every hour. That's the importance of faith. And we've heard how this faith informs and shapes families as we've heard from Paige and Natalie. We'll hear in a few moments from Jill. It's important how we live our life, where we spend our life. And as I think about the faith and I think about children, and I've, I've said it on more than one occasion, and I'm still surprised by how the birth of a child changes life. There is no way any, that I can imagine that any parent can anticipate and expect and prepare for the life-changing event of a firstborn child. I just can't see it. We had our room almost ready. The nursery was almost ready. We had the furniture in place. It was painted. The wallpaper was up. The, the linens were there. The, all the bedding was there. The clothes were there. Some of them were actually out of packages and washed. Some of them were not. We had a supply of diapers and wipes. and the, 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 Oh, the new thing back then was the diaper genie. Do you remember those little beauties? We thought we were ready. 
Then the day, two weeks before we anticipated Ellie's birth, Ellie had other plans. And I would learn that that would be the case with Ellie from then on. <laughs> it didn't matter what I wanted to do. It didn't matter if I had to work, if I wanted to sleep, if I wanted to eat, if I wanted to watch a ball game, go to a ball game, play a ball game. None of that mattered. Not to Ellie. I learned quickly that babies are just selfish. They're just self-centered. But they have to be. They're supposed to be. They're born into it. And as, they, as their faith begins to grow, they have to be selfish. They have to discover what is good. Who can they trust? What is this new world I've walked into or happened into? And what does all of this mean? Where does food come from? Where does security come from? Where do, where do I belong? Who am I? All of these are questions of an infant, of a young child, pushing against a world, a very small world. A world that is bounded by family, home, sometimes church. As they explore who and what they can trust, what they can lean on, they discover faith. It's one of the six stages of faith that Dr. James Fowler talks about in his book, Stages of Faith. As a child grows, they discover faith. He describes faith as not so much a noun as a verb. That faith is something a baby, an infant, a child leans into. A trust, a loyalty to something, some person. And then they have to grow from that early understanding of faith. They must grow because their world is going to get bigger. It will naturally grow. It will no longer be bounded by the walls of the home, the walls of family, or even the walls of the church. School will come into play. Neighborhoods will come into play. Strangers will come into play. The world will become larger, darker, and even meaner. And their faith has to grow. They must continually find what do they trust? What will they lean into as this world continues to exponentially unfold in front of them? James Fowler talks about this growing faith. That as a child begins to push against what they have understood as an infant, they will begin to push against what they understood as loyal. They will push to find out what, how much autonomy is here. How much of identity can they actually own? As they continue to push in this world, they'll discover that the world is big and the world can be a very dark and scary place. 
And they will find themselves constantly cycling through their faith. Searching in touchstones of their foundations of faith. As those communities begin to expand and become more numerous in their lives, they will have to discover which ones can they trust. Which ones are good? Which ones are bad? What can I pull from? What can I lean on? What can I lean into? At the same time, pulling and reeling back into those earlier foundations. And that's what they have to do for God. One of those foundations is the church or a faith community. That lets them understand their sense of belonging. And it allows them, in a church, it allows them a sense of security, a good place, a safe place to push against a world that seems so dark and so scary. A safe place to ask questions and again grow in their faith. Eventually, if a person is to grow into the sixth stage of faith, we'll find a mature Christian who's concerned with the community at large. Some people never get past the teenage years early adulthood in their faith that is bounded by a set core of beliefs unquestioned undenied a core belief system as I watch my daughter grow through these stages I was struck by just how awesome it is to see this young being this child to begin to grasp and understand that they have a safe place in their mother's arms a safe place in their home and then to find a safe place in the company of the church the safe place in the pew a place that she eventually would grow into and, and would roam like roam the halls run through the sanctuary in the chapel play and sing in the buildings and the grounds of the church to become aware to become known to understand that she belongs in that place with those people and then to be able to watch her begin to question what she believes what we believe to watch that faith continue to grow and mature to push against the world to push against belief systems and to know that she always has those touchstones of a foundation that were given in a church provided in the church secured in the church and remain with the church faith is important and because faith is important Children are important. And because children are important, we are important. Because this is how Jesus understands faith. It's an interesting conversation that is going on. We can only imagine how it must have gone when those disciples approached Jesus with a question. Tell us, uh, Lord, tell us, Rabbi, tell us, Jesus, who will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? 
fully expecting to be one of the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, to sit at the right hand of the Lord of their rabbi. When Jesus calls a young child and places that young child in their midst and says, this is what the greatest looks like. And you can't enter the kingdom of heaven unless you come as a child. Now to understand what Jesus is talking about, we've got to get back into that culture, into that society, and understand children. Children did not have the place then that they have today. Children were not allowed in the adult world. They were the most vulnerable of society. They were utterly dependent, utterly dependent on father and mother for life. The father of the household determined who would live, who would live in their house. What infant would be granted status to live in the household? Mother would be charged providing nourishment, care, nurture. The synagogue would provide a sense of identity and belonging. The family and the community as well. I love the sound of children. It's fantastic. There's this wonderful little phrase I was reading as I was preparing for this sermon. and The writer said that God does not have grandchildren. That God has children. And because God doesn't have grandchildren, the church is always one generation away from being extinct. So let that sink in. Children are important, not just for the future of the church. Children are important for the now of the church. They're important because they allow us the image, the faith, to approach God being utterly dependent and vulnerable in a world that looks dark and scary. Dependent on God for our identity, dependent on the community for belonging. That's the role of a child. That's the role of a Christian. To be utterly dependent upon God. God's grace. God's power and God's love. When we approach God in such a way, we will find ourselves entering the kingdom of heaven. And we'll find our sense of belonging. We'll find security we'll find ourselves in the midst of disciples looking to be the greatest. And if we push hard enough against the world, and if we push hard enough against our belief system, we'll see ourselves as humble and vulnerable and even welcoming in a dark and dangerous place. That's what it means to be a child in this world and in the church.
So as you think about these orange balls and these red balls and these green balls, and you think about all the time that we have in this world, the times that we are awake, the hours upon hours that we are awake, working, spending time with our family, working, spending time with our friends, know that those green balls represent the influence that we have in all of those avenues. And so the importance that we place on our green time, our church time, our faith time, influences all of our time. So my prayer for us as we make our way through this sermon series is to push against the boundaries of our belief systems. To push. To ask questions. To ask questions of not just our beliefs, but of our faith, of our community, and of our world. Because as we do that, we will find ourselves searching for the foundations that were secured so long ago. Foundations in Christ. And as we find those foundations, grow from there. Grow in our faith. Grow in our understanding. Move forward through life with this church, with this community. That's an awesome experience. So one day we'll look back and we'll see ourselves and we'll see one another as children growing learning, maturing, all in the faith, the faith of Christ. Because it's important, this faith. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.